everybody. My name is Quan. This is the War Report where we talk about AEW and NXT and any kind of other wrestling news we want to talk about. Um, usually Cyrus is the one doing the intro, but Cyrus is on is on duty out in, in Miami for Art Basel weekend. You know, I don't actually even know what Art Basel is to this day. <laughs> but uh, uh, I, 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 I don't know either. <laughs> it's, it's, I have no it idea. Looks, it sounds so exciting, though. It sounds and, exciting. You know, that should sound fly as hell. I, I mean, to be, be honest, it might, it might, you know, it's very timely that this is happening on the week of um, the announcement of, uh, for video gamers out there, man, Grand Theft Auto 6. Uh, for Fight City, Ooh. yeah, before, I wonder if they're going to do something in tribute to that. You know, when it drops in two years, I, I want I want to talk about that. Before we do that, let me introduce yeah. our guest, the voice you've heard. We got uh Chris Mack with us this week. Um, you know, at this point, I don't know, how would I say, friend of the show for sure. I, you're like friend friend of like, you, <laughs> friend, friend of me for sure for yeah, damn near two decades at this point. Yeah, man. um. <laughs> one of my longest internet friend if not my longest internet friend um how you doing man how's everything going man i'm I'm doing good man um holiday season's upon us you know i'm, I'm just trying to get a couple extra checks before you know christmas rolls around feel me. but um but hey man I'm, I'm i'm good man i'm just happy happy to be here watching a lot of wrestling watching a lot of dreadful wizards basketball but you know oh, I, I don't want to hear that <laughs> i don't want to hear nothing but, about wizards bro Look, I've been a Pistons fan hey. for a long, 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 long time now. Hey man, y'all I've had y'all shot last week, dog. I, I've <laughs> seen, I've seen some bad teams in my life, some bad Pistons teams. This is by far the worst Pistons team I have ever seen. I'm almost at the brink of giving it's them up. Shockingly I'm, bad. I'm, I'm so close bad. to giving it up. I, I never thought I would see the day where I would just give up being a Pistons fan, but. They they might have pushed me to the edge. We just lost to the Wizards. I'm, I'm sorry. The, oh, sorry, not the Wizards, the Grizzlies. Oh like, god. You know what I mean? Desmond Bain yeah. probably like 40 on us. I can't like I can't keep doing this. Desmond Bain should not be dropping 40 on anybody. But this isn't a basketball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is a wrestling podcast. But I do want to talk about GTA 6 trailer because um initial thoughts. I I'm excited, man. I haven't played GTA man. 5 in a very long time i bought it i had it when it you know for xbox one when i had the xbox one uh i never really got into online too much um same same here so same here i haven't really thought about gta i think uh gta you know they they still have prominence now due to a lot of you know mods the online rp mm -hmm. is very popular on on like twitch and stuff and it's very you know it's a lot of content creators really rock with it and it's just it's cool. So just seeing the trailer and just seeing, you know, GTA with like modern graphics for real and like how good it looked and the amount of people. A, a modern Vice City. Yeah. A, a modern Vice City. You got the, you know, the American Airlines arenas in, in there and just like everything. Like, what did you think when you, what, what did you, what did you think of when you, like, when you first seen it? That man, I was blown away. And, you know, it, I mean, of course, it, like um, what J5 said, you know, they scrapped a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2 content just to work specifically on this game. Mm. It's been 10 years since the release of Grand Theft Auto 5, which, I mean, kudos to the team there to still keep that name and that game alive and fresh with a lot of content being pumped in and updating the playlist. So 
because I, I actually played the game again um, a couple of weeks ago. Actually, I'm still playing it now. Mm. Revisiting it, and yeah, I, I didn't even know that they had um, new radio stations on there. And I'm hearing goddamn JC's dead president on there and shit. And I'm like, wow, wait a minute, what the hell happened? You know, and I, I thought I thought that was pretty a pretty good touch. And you know, what I mean, and they have to keep it alive for another two years because we ain't seen Grand Theft Auto Six until 25. And it's probably is, gonna be like it's probably gonna be a holiday season 2025. Oh my god! Yeah, it's gonna be near the end. But I mean, we we could talk about this all day. But I, I really digress. Digress, Jones here, man. And <laughs> if we could, uh, if we could discuss some other interesting things that are happening in Florida right now, uh, for better or worse. <laughs> I was like, "Where are you going with that?" They're like, "Oh yeah, that's right." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's "Right, Jacksonville." Um, yeah, man. Other interesting things happen in Florida. Miami Dolphins. Clap it up for the Miami Dolphins. That's what we can talk about before we get there. Let's talk about the Miami Dolphins, baby. Um, big win, big win over. Uh, who the hell did they play last on Sunday? I don't even remember. Oh my god! They hope they asked. Though. I know that much. Fucking uh, Washington. Yeah. Oh, the, I mean that's a good win. That is definitely a good win. Look that right? ass. So you know what? If the Pistons can't win, at least I got my Dolphins, man. If one of my teams is doing something. It's just nice. It's Cowboys nice to be. Cowboys are solid, so I'm like, yeah, not, they don't. They don't look too. They don't look too bad. They don't look too bad. Yeah, as long as they have strong. a fine season, I don't care. You know, defense, it's defense fine. looks strong. I still, I, Dak looks all right. Dak, Dak's looking good, but I just, I just know. I, I don't. I don't see I, him as a guy. That I just I like know. Him, I like him, but I don't see him as like the long term. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, but I don't know. At this point, I don't know who is like. I don't want to say they're like cursed, but I just feel like they can't get over that hump. It's really unfortunate that they can't. Yeah. Maybe this is the year. I don't know. They got a real good defense, though. But okay, now let's really get into wrestling. I'm I'm just fucking <laughs> let's let's really get in let's get in these trenches real quick. Um this is more up your alley. Uh because Kushka Akata <laughs> uh will be a free agent come the end of January 2024. Um they're saying this is probably the highest chance he's ever thought about like going to work in America. Um, man, mm-hmm. could you imagine him working for AEW or even Wilder? I think would be WWE. Um, to me, I feel like if he work to come to the state, well, first of all, let me let me put out. I don't think he's going anywhere. <laughs> I think he'll no, stay. No, he's he's staying, bro. He's staying. He's but staying for the fun of it. I can imagine if he did work for AEW, it could be some kind of deal where he could also work Japan. I don't know, something similar to maybe like what Pac does, where he'll hook up oh. for a couple months and then leave. For, or for Osprey six now. Or Osprey now, where he, you know, he, he can do both. Um, as far as WWE goes, that would be that'd be something. At this at that point, you could argue that this would be the best roster WWE has ever assembled. Ever. Ever. You know, I mean, just Bring it in, or at least rival like, and and oh, and reportedly, you know, Julia might be coming in soon too. Yeah, Sasha. you're you're looking at something really like really special, like something that is just you like, know that will maybe never rival like imagine, you know, maybe rival like a 2000 roster where they had like Triple yeah. H and and Rock and Austin and Angle and everybody was there at the same time and Jericho and Benoit. Yeah. Like Shawn this might be the, it was just yeah, like, this might be the closest we get to like that and that's 
wild to think about in 2023. Just throw like throwing Okada in that. I don't even know what Okada would do. You know what I mean? Like where would he even fit him in? That's the that's the wild part. The roster's so stacked. I don't even know if you would throw Okada in. The, I guess you would put him in the main event picture. But there's so many guys right now. So that many. Could, it's like wow. Is it? Could you imagine just Okada on SmackDown just like <laughs> in a promo battle with like Grayson Waller or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like man. I, and you could do, interesting enough, you could do more wacky stuff with Okada while he's still being uh, like a, a main event talent because he could do like the shit with New Day and it will still pop off because, you know, he's he's kind of a weird dude in a way, you know, you know, because he doesn't yeah, really he, take himself seriously as much, yeah. you know, even when he's in New Japan. And yeah, for but sure. I just, I, I just still, I don't know, I just can't imagine it at this point. You know, I think he she's locked in, but at the same time, he's done everything that he could have done. Every single, literally everything. He is he one of the most decorated and accomplished, you know, wrestlers that they had in his in his in the company's history. And I mean, a part of me feel like he could try to do something else in Japan. He could jump to another company, but that's very unlikely. You know, Noah would probably be the best best option, but um. But I, I don't know. His, that, that feels bag, like uh, he looks like he commands a big bag at this point. Yeah, that, sound, that <laughs> sounds know? like when like I don't like when Ronaldo going to that fucking Saudi league or whatever, right? Like, yeah, being with the Noah, bro. I... No, I wouldn't. Don't disrespect Noah in that in that way, man. I, I, I'll say I'm not. I'm not saying league. Noah's weak. I'm just saying Noah's like a much but, lesser. Yeah. Company compared to New Japan, I would. I think I don't know. You're more. You're more on that than I, I, I am, but. Yes, it still is. I mean, yeah, you know, okay. Rules still rules all, but Noah's been actually it's been better quality wise the last yeah. couple of years. Production wise, looks good. I, I've, yeah, I've, I've really only great. caught a couple Noah matches here and there, but um, not only that, just think of the state of New Japan if Okada leaves. What is? Cool. I, I have I haven't been watching you. I haven't really been watching New Japan. I think since Evil when he won the world title, that <laughs> kind of like all right, I'm yeah. not watching this, but. Uh, I just feel like they took so long to really get any of those young dudes that they had ready for a, for mm-hmm. a moment like this where, oh, what if Okada leaves? You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, like, yeah. or Tanahashi's getting old. Naito's getting old. Do we have anybody? And we got Osprey, but he, he ain't going to be here he's full not, time. He's, so not, and he's, not a, he's not a native talent. That too. You know, that's the most important part. Like, you know, you can still have great you know foreigner talent there you know yeah. to be at the top of the card but you gotta have you, need a, you know you, need a, you, need a you gotta have guy. your native cha- your native champion yeah. and yeah. okada you know he is that he is dependable currently you can always depend dependable. on okada. you can still put him at the top right now yeah uh, even if he's getting into like more the the latter stages of his career but i just i wouldn't i wouldn't know what state new japan would be in if he leaves because what what you you still have what Sonata supposed to be the guy there. Well, I, don't, I have I'm never seen a guy. <laughs> yeah, like I, I am a, a Sonata, you know, apologizer, real <laughs> apologist. You know, I, I've been supporting him since he was doing bullshit with TNA, and I see him. In, but he's not the guy. You know, as you said, Tanahashi's older. He's definitely uh, he doesn't really see himself in the main event picture. Um, yeah, any longer. Ishii's old. You know. They and with the gun guys they have now, um, Shota Amino, he's good. You know, uh, I see Yoda Sushi has the best potential 
with the um, yeah, I've, I've seen his name around. I'm not really you know, familiar with his been, work. He, I, I, I highly recommend him. He's a he's a very very um well adapted all arounder. He could do a lot of lucha shit and heavyweight shit. Um, cool look too. Very cool look. Um, he actually breathed breath some extra life into Lij. Um, Ren Narita, he's more of a throwback. Yeah, but I don't really see him as like a top guy. And then there's Yuya um, Yumemura, who spent some time in um Impact when he was on excursion. He had a little bit of a comedy gimmick, almost like Tasawa. Uh, but um, he's looking to be you know the number four guy with uh with those young guys coming in. But I, I as of right now, they ain't ready. None of them are ready. Um, for a post um Okada you know era. At this point, so I see I see Okada staying at least for a couple more years. It could get spooky. How old is Okada? He's like thirty-five. Uh, let's see, thirty-eight. He's definitely in his uh, definitely in his late thirties. Let me look it up. He is thirty-six. Born, yeah, thirty-six. He was in eight born eighty-seven. Okay, cool. So yeah, he's thirty-six. See, so yeah, I mean, he's still fairly. I mean, not yeah. fairly young, but he's young enough where like he could still last another run there. Yeah, for sure. Um, and if he wants to, do, then if, I guess if he wants to come to the, you know, to the states after that, you know, after like a little three three year stint in, in New Japan, yeah. when he comes to the states in his forties, kind of, you know, had to go too hard. That'd be interesting. <laughs> but um, we'll see. There's a lot of speculation. I, I know, know Shinsuke being this year though. That's for I sure. know Shinsuke. Look, bro, the weather's straight in Florida. You know what I mean, no taxes. <laughs> Uh, you can just chill, bro. Nothing not that crazy like that. Um, surfing, man. Yeah, surfing. I don't know if Okada surfs, but he can, he can pick it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> Do whatever whatever Florida shit. He can hit our Basel. Go fuck with uh, Cyrus at the Sukaban show. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. A lot of speculation. A lot of speculation with um, Mercedes Monet as well. We're doing Monet watch again. Um, <laughs> yeah, we back at it, man. It never ends. So- Sean Ross Sapp, he was speaking earlier. He said this is probably the best chance of Monet signing with WWE at this point, as opposed to AEW. It feels like the the indication <laughs> that Mercedes was going to go to AEW, it seemed like pretty strong. And then over the last few months, I feel like something happened or something didn't happen to the point where it seems like she's leading from you know what we've heard. It seems like she's leading more toward a WWE return, which would be insane you know just thinking yeah. back a year ago where we were with this um would you rather her come back to wwe or would you think maybe it's best she goes to aew and trying to you know get that women's division moving um there i i will give tony khan a little bit of credit i do feel like there has been an effort on his side to get more of the women involved not so much. They're still yeah. only doing like one match a show and maybe like one segment. I would like to see more matches, but I will say it is we are getting a better variety of women on the show. I've been seeing Abaddon getting time now. Um, it, 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 had a, it was pretty a pretty decent match with Storm and um Sky Blue too. Yeah, so I mean that's good. I like the, like where they're going. Willow's obviously getting time. Um, I've seen Lady Frost a couple times. Been on these shows, so. They got girls, you know. It's just, you got it. We got to invest. But um, what what do you what are you thinking as far as Mercedes goes? Uh, uh she's she's definitely coming back. Uh, she's to where to, back. To, she, to WWE. To WWE. Uh-huh. Um, she, uh, she's uh, I I see her. I mean, at this point, there is 
there is room for her, you know, especially like when the SmackDown brand. Uh, but as far as being like the top woman, that that's gonna that's definitely gonna take some time. You know, she's gonna have she's gonna have to kiss the ring, man. Um, you all gotta do it. If you come back, you gotta kiss you know, that ring. She goes, you she's gonna have it. to take some falls and, and do it with a spot on her face. You know, and because I mean, this destroys whatever narrative that you know most of the her, I mean, her entire fan base will have if she returns. And you know, I mean. She she came back. She has to grit her teeth and bear it, I suppose, uh, and and you know make weight. But because she's still a really good talent, she's you know one of one of the best wrestlers uh, on her best day. But you know at this point, she has got lapped by a number of women, and not just with uh, WWE, but pretty much worldwide now, uh, and. Yeah. And, you know, it, she got to come in with a chip on her shoulder and really put in that work, you know, because, you know, I don't know, her rep definitely taking a hit over the, the last few years. And uh, it's it, it, it would be good to see her come back to try to restore some goodwill. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, if, if Charlotte and Becky can make stuff up, I guess she can probably make some stuff up as well with anyone that she offended or, you know, you know, you know, had issues with, you know, going back yeah. here. So also yeah. just like, bro, if she goes to that SmackDown roster, that roster right now, oh, our it's power a dream on for that her. roster is crazy right now, it's bro. Just, She's, she, there's three Japanese women for her to do her Chelsea um fan fiction with. You, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Her her I and mean, her she, best she's friend, just right there. Her and her Bailey are friend. right there. You know what I mean? Perfectly like that's the perfect thing. Like you couldn't ask for a better situation to come into. I don't know how far along she is on her like farther injury goes. I don't know if she's good to yeah. go, but <laughs> whenever she's ready to come back, I'm here for it. We'll see it, man. I think the uh, we usually don't talk about main roster stuff on here, but like I think this with Roman being gone and Logan Paul not being on SmackDown every week, I think yeah. this, it, having the emphasis on the having the emphasis on the women. It's been a good idea, and it's been paying off for you know all the women involved, especially because you know earlier in the year, mm-hmm. the SmackDown Women's Division, it was a lot of criticism. We kind of just like, what's going on over yeah. there? Just like it's like four people working over there, but nah, I think they really bolstered it, and it's looking real good. But uh, enough main roster talk. Let's talk about uh Kevin Sullivan, not that Kevin Sullivan, the other oh. Kevin Sullivan. Kevin <laughs> Sullivan, the AEW, the former AEW vice president of post-production was let go by the company, according to Meltzer. There's mm. a lot of questions going around regarding what happened past the feeling that the original AEW has changed greatly. This also, you know, comes with last week with QT Marshall leaving and kind of his philosophy on what the company should look like or what direction is going, and then wherever Tony Khan or and, you know and in the elite kind of where they want the company to go. And it seems like there's a shift going on. I don't really know exactly what the shift is. Yeah. But there's a shift with kind of just how the company is, the tone of it, just, you know, it's, it's I don't explain this. It's just, it, it don't feel like the company we were watching, you know, in 2021 when it was hot or like, you know, right, right pre-COVID AEW when it was like, when it was real hot, you know what I mean? Like, that Atlanta yeah. episode where where Cody jumped off the cage to do the moons all the world. Like, I like I remember that episode. That was like one of the best episodes of weekly TV for any wrestling company I've ever watched. Yeah. I was like, this is 
they were hot. And it, then, it was like, it, it, for a minute. It felt like some something was you know, special about TV. You know, yeah, it felt it felt like refreshing and really cool. And now, like lately, it feels off. I don't really oh. know exactly what it is, but something just feels off about this company right now. And I, you know, what what have your it's thoughts a, have been? Kind of a, just like it's a real disconnect. Point. It's been yeah. a real disconnect um, with the audience. Uh, you know the, the EVPs, uh, Tony Khan, and really just anyone that has a, a, a Twitter account or X account <laughs> that's on that roster. Uh, because at this point, I don't know what is going to be a shoot or a work with these guys. Um, because watching the episode tonight, uh, following you know the MGF segment where he's you know he got it mysteriously attacked. It did you see this tweet from Kenny Omega? Yeah, I, I I saw it in Discord. I didn't really read it. It looked it was like a Power Rangers joke or something like that. Yeah, it was apparently like some Power Rangers sort of scenario with uh, MGF and saying that he was passed out drunk. And I'm trying to be like, um, what, what's going on here? Like, is there is is this supposed to be some another work shoot fiasco, or is there still some things lingering, like between MGF and the Elite? Due to what's going on backstage, due to you know the departure of QT Marshall, and even hearing Tully Blanchard um, going on shoot interviews now, or, or just interviews in general, talking about how there there was you know there there was no one listening to or trying to request any of their advice, or there there was true um, dichotomy between the philosophies of what pro wrestling should be or what it should represent. Uh, in AEW, and I'm watching this episode. It, it was definitely a lot like it because I didn't know if it was trying to do, you know, fake Ring of Honor of the good years, and then I get this tepid Monday Night Raw main event here. In yeah, the end, you know what it is? It's lacking of, a, of an identity. I think yeah. that's the best way to explain. It. There's, they don't know what they want to be. They're in a weird spot where half the roster wants one thing. The other half of the roster wants another thing. The elite want one thing. Tony Khan wants to please everybody. It's just a really big. Yeah. Met- and they feel. I feel like. Hopefully, I hope going into twenty twenty four, there's some kind of you know a soft reset where they kind of get their bearings together. Whatever happens after World's End, um, you know whatever going on with this this uh this uh, mystery attacker and you know the devil and just kind of uh. go from there. Really build off of that. Um, I have my theories on who the who the devil is at this point and who this little stable is, but we'll get to that when we talk about a, the, the show. But yeah, I just, it just feels like a real lack of identity, and I think people leaving like this such important position. Well, not so much QT Marshall, but like <laughs> the VP of like production. I don't know exactly what he does, but it sounds like something that was like probably very important to the show. And you know, you don't like somebody go like that unless you want to make a drastic change. I feel I would imagine. Um, so I'm really interested to see how 2024 looks for AEW. I Because, you know, I thought for 2023 this year, I thought it started off pretty strong up until like Revolution and every, everything after that. It just felt like, man, this ain't the show I was watching two years ago. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been down. This has been down the slopes in more ways yeah, than one. No, more, <laughs> you ain't lying. You know, just and there's just so much. Hey, you know, it's just never a good sign. I've said this before, but it's never a good sign. When the out of you know off the show bullshit is more interesting it, than what's going on in your TV show, it, it, it permeates into the show. 
You and know, yes, and like, that's the worst you part. Just feel that in some ways you could you kind of can't you can feel that toxicity toxicity. Yeah. On the on the TV screen. It's like it doesn't feel good just watching this. It's not a good product. Like it's just not a good television product when I'm it's not. watching it in full. Even trying to separate matches from uh you know a standalone aspect. It it just doesn't feel right. It doesn't match up. Yeah, they got they got a lot of work to get into. Um it's just a lot of bullshit going on. They gotta get it together, man. Cause I I, I genuinely do want to see AEW succeed. I, I there's there's guys over there that I really, really like. I like watching them wrestle, but man, just like these shows, yeah. bro. <laughs> you know, even like those, even those like Colli- bad. even collision. I liked collision when it first started up, but now now at this point, collision feels like a chore to get through. You know what I mean? Like to be honest, you want to I'm gonna keep it a stack recently. Rampage has been their best show. I treat that like Sunday Night Heat. And I just like, you know, just, just some matches uh, it, on it, there. It, but yeah, like, because it really is a Sunday Night Heat show. It's just Sunday Night Heat. And it just and like they had a, a couple of good matches, and that's it. It's an hour, and it, we quick in, quick out. But I just feel like Collision has become such a chore to get through, bro. And it's always – and they, I feel like they always work with a, a real limited crew. So the matches are really long and just, you know, yeah. when they don't really need to be a lot of the time. Um, also, real quick, while we're on Collision, I just want to – you know, I do want to give a shout out to um, yeah, some good, some good, uh, some good matches. Uh, let me see, what was it? Oh, um, Danielson, Eddie Kingston, very strong match. Pro- you know, you know what? As much shit as I give Eddie Kingston, and I give him a lot of shit, his two matches in the Continental Classic were the two best matches so far that I've seen by far. Um, him versus Brian Danielson, and him versus uh Brody King. Um, I thought they were both really good matches, and you know, I got to give credit when it's due sometimes. Uh, I've still yet to watch any of his um Kawada cosplay at <laughs> all for tonight. Uh, I really um, like. I saw that. I heard three things about the Daniels on um, Danielson match. I still haven't got around to it. I probably will sometime soon, but you know, uh, it's like it's just Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Like their their styles just such a turn off to me. Yeah, Moxley. It feels me. like a very fake version. Of what I've used to see and what I actually enjoy. Yeah, it's a real watered down, kind of neutered version of like that real all Japan hard hitting, you know, uh, Kawada, Kira, Kira, whatever the hell his last name is, Taki was his Tawe. Tawe. I don't know. How to, I never knew how to say that. Tawe. Okay, Kira Tawe. <laughs> um, but also Brody King versus Claudio was a really good match. Low, low key Blue League is getting Gold League out of here. Like the Blue League matches have been hitting. Gold League. Wow, yeah, gold, gold, gold was very boring. Um, this, tonight, yeah, these gold nah, matches were we can get into those right now. Um, let's just get into those to keep it a stack. Um, John Moxley versus Roosh to open the show. Um, very, very, you know, is it's very much Roosh, it's very much John Moxley. They both have very distinct styles. Roosh yeah. is very reckless, John Moxley is also very reckless. Um, finish was weird though. How'd you feel about that? He kind of like sleeper hole got put to sleep and then immediately got up. What was that about? Yeah, <laughs> I was like, it was this was Roosh being Roosh because yeah. he he no sold the hell out of that sleeper. And you know, and Taz was doing his best to say that you know he he gathered his bearings after he woke up. But I'm like, he stood straight up after the sleeper hole. Yeah, and... like if you get if you get choked <laughs> out, you ain't getting up that damn fast. He gonna take you a I'm second. Like, you gonna be a little wobbly. Like, I mean, it, it was it's just another case of you know I don't know if it was him going to business for himself again, but I wouldn't doubt it. It 
Yeah, I, I mean, he he should. I mean, what what is TK going to do about it? He's going to stick Brian on him. <laughs> actually, yeah. I would actually enjoy that match again. Um, I, it's a shame that they um got them separate. Uh, but yeah, I I I actually wanted just something to be good out of this, but it just never hold, held my attention. Um, again, yeah. you know, it, you know, and just to, just the strike exchanges were just there but uh and, and the fit even though the match went about 14 minutes to finish kind of felt abrupt in a way and yeah yeah they got right to it they just got right to the finish and, and that was it you know it was just it was just a standard you know regular mox roosh match but mox didn't bleed so i, I guess he had us there you know it's crazy mox hasn't bled in a minute i feel like it's been a while <laughs> this man bleed Unless I'm he's, just so he's used going, to it. He's, he's going knee deep into his MMA, you know, um, foreplay now because he's got his uh, Def Jitsu shirt on saying, fuck the hard cam. Fuck the, um, fuck the hard cam, man. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's so badass. You know, that's one thing. I am so tired of hearing internet wrestling fans say, this guy is so badass. Like, bro, what, what, what is he? John claude Van Damme? Like, bro, man, get that shit out of here, man. I don't know. And Maybe that's 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 just me hating. I don't know. No, 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 no. He he. That's that's some that's some just regular meth country shit. You know, <laughs> it's not really badass about yeah. it. That's just where he's from, from Ohio. So, <laughs> so uh, this is what I um think about though. Um, watching this tournament and looking at it because I'm I am a fan of round robin tournaments. Uh, wrestling tournaments in general. But AEW has did so many variations of tournaments within this calendar year alone. Yeah. I, I, I just could, I, I don't have any vested interest of watching any of the matches, no matter how appealing and art side they may be. But um, I, I did, I will say, I did enjoy the Swerve Mark Briscoe match. Um, yeah, you know, so I, it, that's the one it, I did. It wouldn't go like. a little too long, though. It wouldn't go too long, but, you know, it had an okay finishing stretch. That's the one I, I wasn't really feeling. I, I think I liked that the least out of the three, honestly. Um, maybe I just it caught me at the worst or wrong time where I was just kind of like dozing off. But I just really I don't I but can't it, really get into Mark Briscoe matches. That I, I, I understand. Yeah, um, I mean, because you know, uh, Jake, you know, Jay Jay was, was always the better solo singles guy. guy. He was the better yeah. singles wrestler than Mark. But you know, Mark had his moments as well. Yeah. Um, but this this tier overall, like this probably wasn't going to be like a blow away match, but it was fine nonetheless. I pref- I would say like Lethal versus Jay White for a standard professional wrestling match, that was actually one of the that was probably the best match of this tournament. I thought that I thought that was the best match of tonight. Yeah, for sure. I thought that was out of the yeah. three, that was the best like, match. It, it felt it felt like it felt like the 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 um Sinclair ROH era type of main events here. And I For thought, sure. you know, it was very tough. I mean, it's just Jay Lethal match, so he's yeah. going to do that. And you know what pissing me off about Jay Lethal? I hate when niggas is fighting. They do a cartwheel. What are you doing a cartwheel in a wrestling match for? Don't do that. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> the fuck are you doing a cartwheel for, bro? You're in a fight. I hate. Are you talking about we go for the lethal ejection? Nah, he did a cartwheel to get out of like a move or something, like like a, like out of a hold. I was like, why did he do that for? That's just like I mean, I mean, that's normal cash. I, I know it's I know no, it's, cash, you know, but it's but just like, I'm I like hate, it's so <laughs> I'm a fucking cartwheel, and I'm, well, I don't know. 
just, I, is it a childish thing, a cartwheel? I don't know. It just, it really bothered me. Technical um, wrestling, man. It's real technical, real, real, real graps. Um, but out of that, you know, we get a promo later on in the show from John Moxley where he's kind of like, well, he didn't even really get to, get to say anything because then Swerve comes in, they get face to face, you know, um, real nose to nose. And Swerve was like, you know, I'm crazy. I, you know, I'm willing to do anything. You're willing to do anything. And I'll see you next week in Texas. So we will get John Moxley versus, um, versus uh, Swerve. You know, it's gonna be a, a Twitter wet dream. Like that. Oh yeah, that, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what I was like. It, it's just that's it. They're gonna get so horny for that match. It don't matter what the how, it don't matter how that match is gonna go. Minimum four star. Um, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna hope for blood too. So people, oh, yeah, they're definitely doing blood. One hundred percent. You know what the good thing is though? I ain't reviewing it because guess what? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't doing no AEW review next week, baby. It's the last episode of the, of the year, so fine by me. Um. What else we got? That's enough tournament talk. I think did I get did I miss anything? I think that was it. No, uh, no, nah, nah. they they did um hype up um the batches for collision with uh, Eddie Kingston versus Claudio Castanoli and Brian Danielson versus Andrade El Idolo. Yeah, um, so. spoilers are out for that because it was recorded on Tuesday. So if y'all want to check that out, well, I guess when you hear this, no, it won't even be out yet. So yeah, spoilers for that are already out. Um, you know. I heard. I heard. Actually, I didn't really hear anything about anything as far as the match, how the matches went. I know what happened with Danielson, and you know people were concerned yeah. about an injury, but it was all angle, it, so that's fine. I'm it, not going to spoil Danielson it for anybody. Danielson. You know, at least it's not a fake seizure. That's all. <laughs> not yeah. I don't care. I don't care if he's doing angles off of his injury of his eye. That's fine. That's wrestling. But uh, just cool it with the fake seizures and shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we don't need all that. Um. Samoa Joe comes out for his tag match with MJF against um whoever whoever these devil people are. Oh, before we even get to that, my fault. Um, Hangman and MJF oh, have oh an exchange God. backstage. I don't know if they were doing this to kind of like plant seeds to imply that Hangman Page may be the devil. It was really a kind of out of the blue. These guys haven't really interacted in a long time. So yeah, I wasn't sure. The, what was going. Okay. It, should, it came out of nowhere. It really because. did come out of nowhere. I kind of wish it happened in the ring, though. I think that would have been a real cool moment, like in the ring. Yeah, because it was you know just too mean? long backstage. Like, yeah, I, was I feel like, like where, where did it get at? I feel like they could have had like a real good like crowd again. We could have got a real like, oh, you know what I mean? I like you. You still get that, but it's different. Like when you're watching it on a screen as compared to the two guys in the ring, you know, going nose to nose or going at it back and forth. Um, but the, but the it thing was, is, so why 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 would that happen? You know, because Heyman Page lost his match, you know, yeah. at full gear. Why is he all immediately confronting the world champion? Like, what the? What, what is this? You know, I was watching this segment dumbfounded. Yeah, it was. It was all kind of. I don't know. I don't know what they were trying to get off with that, but it leads to our tag match. Um, MGF never makes it because once uh, Samoa Joe does his entrance, the Devils come out. They surround the ring and give him a warning. They don't go in the ring. They just kind of disappear. And then on the screen, we see MGF gets taken out backstage, glass bottle on the floor. So it is implied that oh, he had hit the with glass bottle. That page attack? Hmm. I don't know if they're alluding to Paige. I don't know. If they, you know, they didn't show him get attacked. So could that mean maybe he staged it? It could be, you know, it could be a lot of things. Um, I don't, hmm. but uh, at this point, 
I feel like uh, I have a really strong belief that this devil stable, whatever this is going to be, it, it feels like to me the members are Kyle O'Reilly, who we've heard is um good to go. Mm-hmm. He's been backstage for a while now, or at least the last couple of weeks. Um, Wardlow, I think that was implied when he came out last week with his hair all messed up. Someone pointed that out. That was a good pick. Adam Cole, because I feel like that was implied when um I guess like when he did that in-ring promo with MJF, he like it looked like he pressed a button to like make the lights go out. Oh. Um and probably the kingdom and Roddy, I guess. That'd be the group. <laughs> Which you know, like I whatever. Well, I mean it, it, hey, it, it could be worse. Well, it could be Sammy Guevara or Jungle Boy. So you know what? <laughs> with Adam Cole, that's fine with me. I I mean, this is already given a feeling of like the modern day aces and aces. Very aces and ace, aces and aces. Very aces and aces. It's just uh it, it it's it's just it's this is just weird, weird shit. Like I I'm I mean good for the guys that are involved, I guess. Um I mean I great for Warlow. Uh, he gets to be in a prominent spot again after all these years. Yeah. Um you know, if 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 that's if that's the angle, um I guess it's gonna to come to a head at World's End. I'm, I, that's what that, I'm assuming, that would right? make the most sense. I'm also, I mean, we're not going to get the new prediction for World's End, so I'm going to do it now. I think Samoa Joe wins that title match. Um, I think Samoa Joe is going to get the title going into the new year. I don't think he'll have it for long. I feel like he'll be transitional, but he will get that win. And MJ, he, MJ probably needs time off. I believe he, I, it's he, a shoot. He, he has a torn labrum, right? labrum, right? Yeah. So I must yeah, that, that, take that, the time off. I figured, I think that's the only match he's going to work. Is yeah, that probably. match with Joe? Because yeah. I was like, "Why is he wrestling with a torn labrum tonight?" Yeah. And then they, they pretty much staged it, which I think that was pretty smart. Yeah, um, I, I, he'll probably miss next week too. Yeah, he'll probably miss next week, so you can you can probably stall this out until. Yeah, so look, look, next week he misses it on the thirteenth and the twentieth. Maybe he comes back. Twenty seventh, you have like the last angle, and then you go into the pay per view. Yeah, they could probably get a put get that off. In three weeks, I can I can see that. Um, so yeah, we got a lot to look forward to as far as World's End goes. Um, as far as who did, hopefully we find out who the devil is by then. Um, but from that, we get more kind of a sports entertainment angle type deal with uh, Adam Copeland versus Christian. Man, if this didn't feel like a Raw main event, man, I, don't know I was like, <laughs> what is this? I'm watching this match. I'm like. This this feel like one of them dog day raws of not even of this era, but like of a, a, a older era that you know that I was like, oh man, the they, whole they show tw- is just a slog to get through. And you get to this match, and you're like, man, I just I'm ready for this to end. Big 2014 raw energy. Um it wasn't I don't think it was bad. It was, fine, it was, though. It, was it was a it was a fine match. Very, I mean, like these two, they wrestled each other. I mean, Excalibur said it on commentary. They said they wrestled against and with each other, at least over what Five, five hundred. Was it five hundred? Like five? I, mean, I think it might be more five, than that. But five hundred plus times. I mean, they they pretty much know each other for the you know. Yeah, I was saying they could, so they could probably they do a match with their eyes a, closed, blindfolded. You a know standard I mean? match, and it felt like yeah. a standard match. Almost, yeah. point, I was like, it's one of the better matches of the night because it was worked professionally by these two. I mean, they're I mean at their at this stage of their careers, they're still one of the, two yeah, of the best workers. You know. You know, decades and it, 30 years era. And, yeah. You know, well, well, it was a fine match going up to that point. And, you know, they're they're getting into their finish, uh, you know, and the crowd, I mean, the crowd really wasn't that loud for this match. 
I would say. It didn't feel like the, that. I feel like the audio was kind of off for this show. I feel yeah, yeah, I, it definitely got off towards the end. I'll say that. I because I, I feel like even when Meta Link, I tweeted this too. I was like, it's gonna sound like a hater tweet, but I promise I'm not hating. But like Metalingus don't hit the same. Like it don't sound the same when it when it, it comes it to it, like it's not produ- it's not loud was, enough. The production was weird. Um, so I don't know if like the mics are off this episode. or something. Yeah, like I don't know if the mics are up. Maybe that's because Kevin Sullivan left. I don't know. But like it didn't it didn't <laughs> hit. So the match itself, we get to the the match. They, they, you know, they have no a real drag out kind of brawl outside the, a lot of outside the ring stuff. They get back in. Edge had a really cool uh, spear counter, which I've never seen before. I, maybe you've seen that yeah. before. But like he kind of like backed into the corner so that he wouldn't get like hit by the spear, and he like reversed it into a DDT. I thought that was a really cool counter. We get to oh, the, yeah. then we get to the um the finish. This is where they lost me because <laughs> like oh. one. Like so, uh, who was it? Was it Mike Knox? It was Mike Knox, or was it um Remsburg? Who, who was Rick it? Knox? No, 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 Bryce Remsburg. I think it was Bryce Remsburg. It, it, was it Remsburg? They're both ball. I don't even know. I think it was Remsburg. So Remsburg, and they're both terrible. Remsburg was in the ring. Um, <laughs> he got distracted. I forgot what happened. He got distracted, and then um, so Christian kicks him in the balls. He falls over. Mind you, he didn't get kicked in the ball, and now he got hit over the head. No, he yeah, it was the a, ring. A, like, being he, speared. He, he, he he sold it like death. Like yeah, he kicked it the ball, so he just like, stole him solid. We're like down like five minutes. minutes. Like like bro, you're hitting the ball. You didn't. You know what I mean? Like you didn't get hit with a chair. And so I thought that was really weird. I don't understand why he did that. <laughs> when the rough buff happened, I was like, oh, we're getting some bullshit now. Yeah, uh, and- which which is fine. I wouldn't be mad. I'm not mad at that. I just think the like, why did they do a kick to the ball? <laughs> That's so weird. So then, um, Nick Wayne's mother comes out. She comes down the ring. You know, she's a terrorist. <laughs> she's not a good actress at all. Oh, I mean, they're they're this the best, the, aren't they? This, <laughs> like, this is the third. This is the third time where I'm just like, boy, she's terrible. <laughs> they keep putting her on TV, but um, she comes down to the ring. She's she's. I guess she's trying to give off a conflicted look. It didn't really give that. It was horrible because she <laughs> gave it off the moment she looked at Adam, yeah, and I was like, yeah. oh, you already so gave they, him the spot because she stared at him first. <laughs> Yeah, she grabbed the TNT belt. She looks directly at Adam. You know what it reminds me of? Remind me, remember um John Stewart at uh at SummerSlam? Oh yeah. Was, I think it was I think it was yeah, Cena it was and... Cena versus Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> like it was like that where you obviously knew who he was gonna hit, but it just like he tried to make it look like it was something else. Like you know what it was. That's how I felt with this woman. Like, okay, she looked he looked she looked directly at Edge and it was like yeah. Okay, you ready? Like he had to get the key. Like, yeah, I'm ready. And then he hits her, and I thought it was funny because like the commentary team was like so disgusted. Like, how could she do that? And like, like she didn't just watch Edge like smash her son's brains in like four feet away from her two weeks ago. Like, yeah, like, I mean, what, I mean, the like what? What do you think? Like, that makes perfect sense to me. Why she would hit him? I would hit him too. You know what I mean? I don't know. Just. <laughs> It's really very. Um, I saw a lot of people say online it was just like very Russo esque, and in, yeah, in, in a way, if, if it was like that, because the crowd immediately shitted on it, like yeah, they're like, the ew. They it, it wasn't like heel heat. It was like, ew, what the hell was that? It was go away heat. Yeah, it was like, what the fuck? It was especially for a AEW crowd where you know that type of stuff doesn't really happen very often. And you know, you you never really know how they're gonna react to that kind of. You are you already know how like most that. of the, that fan base they are they hate. The WWE light shit. That yeah, is, that, that was they very on there. And this was 
This is this is more than that. This is Terry TNA 2008 esque, bro. That's like <laughs> this rough. is like this is so anti. This is what I'm talking about with the identity shit. This is like the beginning of the show. You see uh, uh Moxie come out with a uh, fuck the hard cam hoodie, but then you see this at the end of the show where they're doing straight up <laughs> WWE TNA type shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> what do they want to be? I like I know wrestling can be variety, but there also has to be some kind of like. Common. It's got to be a uniform, you yeah. know, feel to it. Yeah, it, it didn't it, that that was almost too too much off of what they they usually do. I think it kind of threw the fans off, and it threw me it even threw me off. I just say, yeah. you know, as a as a, I can't say I'm a casual viewer because I've literally watched every episode of AEW anything. So, like, yeah, <laughs> I can't even call myself a casual viewer. But like, as someone who's not like super duper invested in like the AEW, I guess, is the best way to explain it, even though I am, I guess. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I don't know. It just it threw me off. Um, yeah, we can get to the – we only have one real quick hit that happened on this show, and that's uh, Tony Storm versus Sky Blue. Uh, fine match. I don't really have much to say. I thought um, – what's my man's name from Turner Classic Music? Ben – Ben. I don't know how to say his last name. Ben Mark something. Markowitz. Bill Markowitz, yeah. I think is his name. So, something like that. Something ben like something. That. But um, he works for uh, Tony Turner Classic Movies, and he did the uh, intro for Tony Storm. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Other cool little thing. It was, I, yeah, that was nice. Nice touch. I do like Tony Storm's gimmick. I am concerned that the gimmick is like kind of overpowering. Like it's almost too big. It's almost a Rhea Ripley problem where it kind of like the gimmick might be too over to the point where like none of the other women are really, it's, it's like, it's become the Tony storm show when, when it's time for the women, you know what I mean? Like, Oh, oh none of, yeah. None of the I, other I mean, women like matter. Same kind of on raw where like the raw women is like, it's the Rhea Ripley show. And these other girls are kind of there. I mean, Becky's kind of separate. I just, I just wonder how long it's going to sustain, you know, yeah. um, that's, that's, that's the one thing when I, when I see like gimmicks like hers and with the acclaim and any other act that, got over pretty organically when they decided to do their own thing. And it I, I feel like this this gimmick for right now, the timeless, you know, Tony, it, it just could be a career maker for her. It could. Uh, you know, and I hope it really, you know, it, it gets proper staying power because she finally found something that, you know, that honestly, yeah, it's going to really su- sustain her run in professional wrestling, you know, because there's always a chance, you know, there's probably opportunity that, you know, this this could be her door back, you know, if, if you know, in the next few years, if she decided to go back to WWE, you know, or she could take this um, to impact, it, you know what I mean? <laughs> because yeah, I feel like it. when I see this gimmick, I'm like, this shit could have been on WWE, and I know for a fact that the fans that are enjoying it now <laughs> would have shitted it, shitted on them. Because oh, for like, sure. Bruce Fisher would be like Bruce Fisher would take one look at her and be like, "Hey, hey, you, you know that you look like you look like Marilyn Monroe," and then boom, there you oh, go. They would have hated it. How dare you? She, she worked. <laughs> she worked in stardom, and now look what you got her doing. She was wrestling Maya. What, what's her name? Uh, she, she was wrestling against uh Maya Yutani and yeah, you wrestling with all them girls. Now, back you, then. now you got her. Now you got her doing. Yeah, they would have shit on, especially like that during that time. WWE, what was that like 2017 ish? Yeah, they would have. Yeah. <laughs> they would have got her out of there. <laughs> oh man, but, I but it's it's, it's actually one of the bright spots of the show. Um, 
I will say so for, for myself. And the match with Sky Blue was pretty decent. I mean, you know, I mean, the crowd was invested in, in a way. You know, uh, they, and it was it is a nice little cool little finishing stretch. But you know, I thought it it was just decent. It was fine, and but it was inoffensive. You know, and it was, it was smooth work from the ladies. Yeah. But what Scott, the fuck's I, going on with the Mariah May thing? Because she was there, and then apparently she wasn't after Tony won. I don't even know. I don't really care to be honest with you. <laughs> uh, I I don't, I don't even know what's her purpose. Like, is she going yeah. to wrestle? It seemed like, like she's going to wrestle soon. It seemed implied that you're gonna like they're dragging this out. Um, why I don't I don't really know. But uh, yeah, I I'm. We'll see. I'm. I'm still gonna. I'm gonna let that play out. I'm gonna see what's going on. I believe they're basing it off some old movie that I've never seen before. Uh, yeah. you know, somewhere it's like a a, a fan stalking some actress. I forgot what the movie's called, but someone will correct me. I'm sure. But yeah, we'll see. Um, after the match, Riho comes out. We haven't seen Riho in in <laughs> God. I don't even know when the last time we saw Riho. Man, uh, I, she I was. I'll I, I post it uh in, in the chat that uh. She gained one one and a half pound of muscle in her return. <laughs> because yeah, I, I, I saw, I was like, she she looked cut, but she yeah. doesn't look bigger. <laughs> nah, not 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 much bigger. Um, but yeah, it was, it was good. It was good to see her. I'm more concerned. Cool like, yo, her, I feel like they're really doing Hikaru Rashida dirty, bro. Like she got oh, cheated. Out, she got cheated out of the belt, and has like been nowhere near Tony Storm since then. Like she just. She's yeah, a, and she's been like, on TV. No rematch. No immediate. Yeah, rematch, no nothing. I, I can see if she lost right. clean, but she lost in like the most bullshit way possible. And then get <laughs> Eddie no, kind of come up with no immediate. It, that, that, nah, they just bring it in Rio. Yeah, no, the, the next Japanese girl up. If it, it's 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 really a cycle between Emi Sakura and Karashita in Rio. But this is yeah, my like, thing though. That's it. It it is it's the same same damn three over and over. This is my thing though. I can see if like. If Hikaru Rashida hasn't been on TV since then, but she's been on TV since then, <laughs> that's what's bothering me. <laughs> she had another match, and she, she didn't mention match. or think of Tony Storm ever again. Come on, not there wasn't a mention on commentary, not nothing. It just like it didn't even happen. I don't know. If I was Hikaru Rashida, remember when she put those tweets out a while ago where they were like, "Hey, I don't know what the fuck going on over here." They trying yeah, to play me. Yeah, man. And, and she went back home for a bit. She went back home for a bit. Dude, like they booking me, I ain't even in the country. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but there was something I, I feel like that kind of got swept under the rug, and like that was back during the era where like AEW could do no wrong. Still, they were still That's on right, everybody's yeah. good graces. So everybody was like, ah, whatever. But I feel like we should probably revisit that. <laughs> I, I think she should get out of there personally. I would love she, to see she, her. I mean, she, she should, she should, she should come. She should go back to Japan for a bit and. And but she just a moved here. Shows I feel like, for the time. I like she, did she just move out here? I feel like she just moved out there. So, man, I don't know why she chose to move back. She, 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 hey, back, hey, that back might have been bag, nice. Back's probably good. Back's probably good. My, though. She also might have been offered, you know, something, and then you know maybe didn't get it. It's like, oh yeah, we'll give you the belt back, and then kind of, we had a game with her, but <laughs> hey, I, I know that Natty's dungeon looking for some extra t-shirts. So, feel me, you know. Gotta feel me, um. But yeah, that's a that's AEW man. Um, very wrestling heavy match. They did have angles, you know. They're very controversial. I guess both of them <laughs> to a degree. Um, so we got something to look forward to next week as far as uh, Swerve Moxley as well as 
Oh, 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 the um, the Roger Strong stuff. I'm actually, I, I, I get a kick out of this shit. I think it's funny. <laughs> Cyrus, Cyrus doesn't like it. I think it's pretty funny, but I think because he did a lot of his character work on like Rampage and Collision. And I know Cyrus doesn't watch yeah. those, so like, yeah, I, he, I see it more. I think it's funny. This is the most entertaining. He's looking more and more like J. Jonah Jameson with the, <laughs> the hair and the mustache now. That mustache is incredible. Um, I'm I'm cool. I, I'm fucking with it. At first, I wasn't sure, but now I'm in. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with this. I wish he would wrestle more, though. He's only wrestled like maybe twice in the last like three months. He did not wrestle at all. I, he's, he's living I think, a life. I bro. think he's wrestling next week. If I'm not, mistaken. he is wrestling. He is wrestling next week. I believe he's wrestling. Oh, who the hell is he wrestling? He's wrestling. He's um, wrestling Paige. Hangman. Yeah, he's wrestling yeah. Hangman. That's that's that should be a. As much as I think Hangman's a lame, he he he'll get a good match. That, you'll get a good match good. out of him. You'll that's, get a good match out of him, especially Rock. If people who don't know Roddy, that's one of my goats. So you know, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta show love. To, you know, that's one of my, that's one of my guys since high school. Now let's get to NXT. Um, this episode of NXT, very a lot of stuff happened. We got a lot of stuff in these two hours. Um, I, you know, what is really interesting with NXT. Out of all these shows, I feel like SmackDown. We get like three. Maybe three or four things that kind of happen, and then Raw. Yeah. I feel like in three hours, we're gonna get a lot of stuff. And we're gonna get a lot of matches and like long matches or whatever. But NXT somehow they fit like twenty things in these two hour shows. I don't know how they keep doing this, and then like none of it feels like it's rushed. None of it feels like I, I don't know understand how they do this so well compared to all the other it, shows. It's, it's it's I don't know. They perfected the crash course formula. Bro, they are so good at this. Like I would never right. bored during this episode. Everything's like bam, bam, bam. It keeps hitting you. And you know, it's just like it's so refreshing. Like I never it never been a time like, damn, I gotta watch NXT. You know what I mean? Like this time <laughs> we're like, damn, I got I got I gotta sit through this raw, or like damn dynamite. You know what I mean? But like NXT, oh, oh I'm ready NXT, for that. I'm like, oh, all right, right. This I'll, be let's fun. go. Let's yeah. talk about it. It's NXT time. It, every week, no matter what. even if the show not even that good, like the wrestling not good or whatever, like it don't even matter. Like it's gonna it's gonna be a fun two hours. Um, it's gonna make me yeah. laugh in a good way. So yeah, it made me I'll laugh. Some comedy you know? out there. And to make it better, the in ring has gotten better in the last three months or so. I mean, like last week they had a damn near late match of the year contender type match. Um, and I feel like it got didn't get talked about enough. Honestly, that five way was fantastic. It felt like some black and gold NXT yeah. for real, for real, like a takeover kind of mid card takeover match. Yeah, but yeah, um, that match that match was great. Yeah, so we start off with the women's Iron Survivor qualifier. Um, the match is mostly kind of between Roxanne and Kiana James, who have been beefing. Well, first they, they were beefing last. They finished off the show last night fighting in the parking lot, the dreaded parking lot. Then there's footage of them fighting at training uh, <laughs> earlier yeah, in the day. They're, they're scrapping, man. They're scrapping at training. Um, they've been fighting back. They've been fighting for weeks. So we get to the match. They kind of go at it. They both take each other out with a uh, table bump. Off the kind of the barricade through the table, so they're both out, which ends up giving um Fallon Henley the win. Which um not mad at that. I'm not mad at Fallon Henley getting in this match. Um time to show out. Let's see what she can That's, do. The Shawnee Wizard was wicked, you know, towards yeah, the end. No, that, uh, that looked good. They're, that looked good. All the women were going hard in that match. I, I thought I was I was really thoroughly entertained watching that. Yeah, show. I think um I'm really interested to see what Fallon Henley does. And I, you know, because you know what it is with Fallon Henley, too? I feel like the crowd really wants to get into her, too. I think the crowd really yeah, fucks with her. They really support her, man. 
Yeah, they really they really support her. I, it, it reminds me kind of like I feel the same way about Maxine. Like the like she she comes off very likable. Like it's hard not to like like mm-hmm. not, hard to not want to see her win. So I'm really interested to see if she shows out. If she has a breakout. Um, we can get to the let's. I'm gonna get to the Iron Qualifier now. I mean, I'm sorry, the Women's Summit segment now says we got you know all five women are in the ring. We have Tiffany, um, Lash, Fallon, uh, Blair Davenport, and I'm missing the person. Oh, um, gosh, uh, right. uh, uh, Kalani, Kalani Jordan. Kalani, Kalani Jordan. We get we get all five of them in the ring. And I will say one thing about NXT. <laughs> I almost tweeted this, but I didn't want it to come off like sounding sexist or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. the way I would try to word it, without, every time they do these segments where all the women are in the ring talking, it never goes well. It's always bad. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, both. It's always bo- bo- bad. I'll, I'll give them this. Both both women's and men's one were not their best at all that um from last night as far as i'm like the men's the, the, the men's one was quick though we got right to it, it was you quick know what I mean? though but this they, one they were like, trying to <laughs> like, what are we doing but, but this one was rough this one was very rough here uh this, this was rough but i did uh, i did like i did like last summer flashes um one-liners they were, they were pretty funny um he's calling kalani a rook was uh <laughs> was a good touch <laughs> um you know but it, yeah it, it was it was just because it did byron didn't help at all it sounded like yeah. a fucking dork <laughs> per, per usual, that's, a, so that, 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 yeah. that's on brand. Um, also, I just think Tiffany at the end, that accent, she was fighting so hard. To hide. She must have stayed home for like the week or something like that, like the last two weeks. And that accent came back real strong. I don't know if she went family I to, in Minnesota. I, just, I told you she, she should have dropped that Valley Girl thing initially, you know, when she made her return. I, I, think, and... I think they could slowly get out of it, but that, but she had a strong Minnesota. What did she say at the end? I, re- I forgot what she said. And I was like, damn, that's the most Minnesota sounding sentence I've ever oh, heard in my life. I forgot what she said. I was like, damn, bro. That's what you really sound like. <laughs> I, you know, like I had, I used to have this manager. My one of my old like early jobs when I was younger. Yeah. This man, he's he lived in Connecticut for like decades, right? But he's from yeah. Texas and he has a really, really strong accent. Even though he'd been in Connecticut for years. So, but like when he, he said every time he goes down to see family, like goes out of Texas, the accent comes back immediately and stronger than ever. And I feel like <laughs> I genuinely think I think Tiffany must have went home for like Thanksgiving or something. And they came back. Strong that Minnesota, it was like Strong. it was like it was like fighting to break out. I never see that. Once <laughs> you're trying so hard to suppress it, it was not working. Yeah, uh, yeah they, they uh, yeah they're gonna have to dish that Valley Girl thing. Um, soon. I think it'll slow, I think it'll slowly go away. So just slowly, just be, just let that acid come out like Kofi Kingston did. Yeah, you gotta let that shit go. Um, speaking of letting go, this is more sad than anything. Wesley comes out on a crutch. Um. Didn't look good. He he cuts a promo basically yeah. saying he he's he hurt his back. He's out. Um in tears. Very passionate promo. He's he's out. Um, I believe Vic jo- Vic Joseph said from eight to twelve months. Could be longer. I mean a back injury. That's that's real rough uh, to get through. That was brutal, man. Um, so it looks like the Dom comes out. It's like, well, that's tough. That's tough breaks, kid. And uh then Ray Mysterio pops on the screen, like, hey, look, this ain't over. Um, so it's gonna be Dragon Lee versus Dom Mysterio. At um deadline, which hey. you know, if we're going off the last match they had on Raw um a couple months ago. It's gonna be this is, and I mean, it's, it's not the worst. It's it's not be, the worst we're going to get a good match. But yeah, I could have we've seen this exact same scenario before. 
probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, with Ray in there, with Ray in the yes. corner and everything. And, I and mean, just that's just kind of messes up the Santos factor. I mean, because you know he supposedly kicked Ray out, and now you're going to have him in the corner, dragging Lee for the NXT show. Well, I mean, not like Ray dead. <laughs> you know, what I mean, I think he's had a, I mean, he but still, surgery. you know. Yeah, yeah, it's just got, like I thought she was saved that return for you know for Santa. You know what's crazy though? They, now that you mentioned that the promo, he was standing on his two feet like no problem. Yeah, <laughs> he had no crutches <laughs> on. <He was> <laughs> now, now that you mentioned that, I didn't even think about that. He did. That was, 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 that was really my no only problem. problem with this segment here. It was like, what? Why is Ray standing? But but also he had a shoot like he had a real surgery. So maybe I don't know. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't as serious as we thought. He's good. I don't know. But um. Yeah, so we're gonna get Dom versus Dragon Lee. Should be a good match, but it's just a really unfortunate for Wesley. I hope you know yeah, it's not I, this injury not I, too bad. It's, I had I had, a feel, I had a feeling that West was gonna win the title back. Um possibly. Yeah, I can see yeah, that for deadline. You know, but you know, this injury just it's just horrible, man, because it's really been a rough, rough couple of years for him. And you mm-hmm. know, and he you know, he fought he fought his way to establish himself <laughs> as a solo, solo um talent. Bro, look. If you would have asked me in June who the wrestler of the year is, I would have honestly said hey, I would have gave Wesley a uh, mention. I'm like, yeah, I, I would. If you say if someone said Wesley to me, I would have been like, yeah, no, I can see that. Been, Wesley. He was having hey. a hell of a year, and then he he took that time off. I don't know, whatever for whatever reason, personal reasons, or you know, disgruntled or whatever it was. And he took a couple months off, so that kind of really hurt his momentum. And then to come back finally after all the time, and then just get injured. With a real severe injury, it's just like, damn, that really sucks, man. It's just like, it's one bad break after another for this guy. I'm just bro, happy man. at least he got that first six months out where he got to really, he was killing shit, bro. That that really little, established himself. Yeah, that North American title run he had was was fire, man. And I feel like it's not getting talked about because like wrestling, such a what have you? Not even wrestling, just entertainment in general, such a what have you done for me lately type of deal. Where like, you know that old saying like the worst thing for a wrestler is like time off. It it really yeah. was for Wesley. Like, damn, that time off, niggas really forgot what he did this year. Like, it was special. But man, you know, get well soon, Wes. Man, it's uh, it sucks, man. I hate seeing that. You can really tell it's the pain. I don't know if he was acting or not, but that you can just tell like the pain oh, he was in. Just like, damn, that's, yeah. that sucks, bro. Um, where we at? Men's Iron Survivor Qualifier. Um, what do we have in this one? We had Eddie Thorpe. We had Joe Coffey, Carmelo Hayes, and Tyler Bate. I guess we can get into the uh, Carmelo trick saga. Um, yeah, this, that, this is really that was, this match was more storyline than anything. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. This apparently, you know, I think it was a couple of more NXT anonymous videos that dropped. Yeah, that uh, it looked like that Melo and um Lexus King were in, in cahoots, cahoots. You know, in trying to bring down Trick. And you know, and Trick kept pressing Mello backstage throughout the show. Um, he really did this or not. Um, so much so that you know, yes, Carmelo Hayes he decided to uh, talk to. Talk, what what is Ava's role now? I don't because... know what Ava's role. I was gonna bring that up. What is I, is he like? Is she assistant she... to Shawn Michaels now? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, like... It's very strange. I don't know what that's about. I guess he's making matches now. NXT does that where they just have like like niggas just random niggas be making matches. Like how who who gave you that authority to do that? But like, what? <laughs> but um yeah. But, yeah, I don't know what that was about. 
apparently he scored a he scored half a match with Lexus King on deadline. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's blackmail. I don't know what they're trying to go with this. Is whether it's Lexus is trying to blackmail him or or he's uh you know just trying to make things difficult for Melo and, and blow up his spot. But I, I I mean this is this is a this is a good moment for the King, um, to or should I say before Brian Pillman um to um, Junior to. Showcases this is an interesting opportunity for him. You know, he's getting a, a match with the former NXT champion. Uh Mel, you know, this is a this is, you know, this is quite the job for Melo too to get a great match at, or at least a very good match out of Lexus King. So I'm interested in seeing how that transpired, but I feel like that's going to be some storyline mark as well. Um but Tyler Bate in the in the um iron um, iron Sire qualifier, he ended up winning the match. Uh, did he he pinned Melo if I'm not mistaken, right? Or did he pin Coffee? I don't even remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I jo- uh, yeah. Joe Coffee was in this um, match as well. Uh, couldn't, couldn't even tell you. It, I just it was know. Okay. Um... Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and apparently Eddie Thorpe has a back issue. Eddie Thorpe needs to go back to the drawing board. He need to go home, figure it out because this ain't hitting. Um, hey, I, hope I, they, I, hope... I don't know. Hey, uh, seeing some of those members in that breakout men's tournament, he might get some reprieve. Who knows? Yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so the Iron Survivor match, Tyler Bate wins. Tyler Bate will be in the Iron Survivor match. Bro, listen, Tyler Bate, if they don't put that man in yeah, the yeah, Raw and Brute, stop wasting our fucking time. <laughs> why is he still in NXT? I don't understand he, why he's still there. He needs there. to be on the main roster, man. He has I, to I'm go. surprised he didn't have a match with Dragon Lee yet on SmackDown. No, he, he's got to go. I don't. I don't want to see the. I love Tyler Bay. I don't want to see the guy on NXT anymore. It's been. It's been like five years. All right, enough. We get it. Do something with yeah. this guy, or like I don't know. He's, it's he's just it's so strange. Yeah, what are we still doing with this guy in NXT? It's not like he's in a prominent position in NXT. I can see if he was like in the title picture. Which you know you might end up being in it in the future, but like, actually, I wouldn't even mind. I wouldn't mind Bait versus uh, Dragon Off. That might go crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but that, that would be nuts. That, that would that would go crazy. But uh, I'm just saying, like, what are we doing? Um, yeah, Tyler Bate wins it. He will be in the match after the match. Uh, what the hell happened? Oh, they had their little <laughs> segment the, the where, summit. yeah, D- Dijak comes out. He's talking shit, and then. Comes Everybody out. else, Braun comes out, and then uh, who else is in it? And then Briggs comes out, and then he's like, "Who are you? You know, what I mean, what are you doing here?" And then, <laughs> and then after all that, Trick William comes out very upset. He's like, "Hey, look, I ain't here for the bullshit. We get active. They just start fighting, and you know what? Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I, I, nothing but horses in that match too, man. Yeah, nothing, yeah. nothing but big boys. I'm here for it, and the strong and the boy, <laughs> and the Tyler Bate. Um, so I can see Tyler Bate taking some crazy, probably gonna take some crazy bump. I'll tell you one thing: if Dijak, I don't want to see Dijak doing no damn backflips. I know that <laughs> Dijak be pissing me off. <laughs> I like Dijak, but he be pissing me off. They could be doing back, bro. You are not. This is not PWG, dog. I don't need to see I, you do I, a backflip. I really hope him and Braun don't try to do no crazy flipping shit in this they match. They're, going, they're, going, they're, going. <laughs> they're jumping off that cage. Someone jumping off the fucking cage. I already know it. Um. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, yada yada yada. Oh, Dragon Off and Corbin segment. I, I, I I'm not is, feeling this feud. This is weird. Like Baron Corbin. Okay, I know he comes back to NXT. He's the OG now. 
Uh, you know, he, so in some aspects, he's going to look down on a lot of the NXT roster. But for him to like have absolutely no fear, uh, with Iha Dragunov up until the end, it it didn't the, the the bear hug thing that you know that was just strange. It is. I don't know, you know, yeah, I'm not really big on the build here. Um and I, I just can't take Corbin seriously in this role because I know he could go right back to the main roster and be treated like a goof. So Yeah. Yeah. You know, also just I, like, I do have good okay. hopes for this match. I, I think it's gonna be good. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, I don't, I have no faith. I have all the faith in the world Dragon off will never have a bad match <laughs> as long as yeah. I, like at this point, I he's it's foolproof, at least for me. I can't think of any situation where he'd have a bad match. Um, this is my thing. Uh, I feel like it's unfortunate. Even like in NXT, you can't. You, once you win that world championship, you have to just go through this dreaded fucking Baron Corbin feud. Like it's impossible not to <laughs> not to get involved in the fucking Baron Corbin feud when you win a world title. Um, I I see what they're going for. It's very reminiscent of kind of like that. Family man versus you know not a family guy like I'm I'm a rich even well except it's not even that because Baron Corbin also talks about his family at least his wife so it, I was gonna say I wanted to compare it to like a, a steamboat flair type of situation where it was kind of the two dynamic of those two guys were like steamboat with the family friendly you know I'm on doing this for my family type shit and flair was like I'm about this for the for the money and the hose you feel me but like in this situation <laughs> and it's it, like. I don't know, it didn't hit the, I I guess it's just, you know, Baron Corbin not as dynamic as a of a talker as you know a Ric Flair would be. And oh I, I also want to know it, it does he have like a private investigator like doing Eha's whole family matters and stuff? Because like what 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 how did he know this information? Like, how he knows Anonymous. about his family, how he knows about his son. He knew about NXT, you know, NXT Anonymous, he hit him up, he's like, hey, look. <laughs> Do something. You give it with sources, man. <laughs> I, need the, I need the intel. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll see how that match goes. I want to get to the quick hits, then we'll do predictions for the show. Um, Chase, you boy, Andre Chase, you is some shit, fun. boy. <laughs> this, 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 Andre man. Chase, you are in some shit. Um, Andre Chase is basically like he fessed up and said, "Hey, look, bro, I was wilding. You know what I mean? I was taking money I shouldn't have been taking. I, I'm broke. Yeah, yeah he was I ain't got, I ain't got it, and I'm gonna make sure all your scholarships gone too." Yeah, anybody who knew, it's <laughs> shit done. <laughs> Pack it up. Um, so yeah, it looks like he's gonna try to make amends. Also during the segment, um, Tia Hale is crushing on. I forgot what's my man's name, Riley Osborne, I believe. Riley Osborne. They, they debuted him as a uh, Chase U student. Yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see where that goes. Um, yeah, man. You know, I mean, I it's keep, a good way to bring him in. You know, we say, we, already establishing him. We say this every week, but like, I keep thinking, where is this Chase U shit going? And every week, they keep they keep surprising you with something new. Twisty turns. I, I don't know how <laughs> every week. I don't know how much longer it's going to last. You it know, keeps going. I, just... I've been saying that for about two years now, and it keeps going. So, <laughs> I I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think it's really interesting, kind of where they're going with that. I don't. I, like I said, I don't even know what to predict because it's just going to be another thing with Chase U. It's always. It, I haven't been tired of it. So that's all I asked for. You know what I mean? It's it's been fun. This has been a fun ride. This whole Andre Chase is he's he's excellent, man. He's he's always been excellent though. So yeah, you know, and I mean, ever since we watched him as a bravado brother, you know, he's 
he's been thoroughly entertaining, you know, and, you know, uh, I really, I just don't know how much further he could go because, I mean, I feel like this has a lot of juice on the main roster too, but man, you know, who knows? I mean, I, you know, I and, the, and the cool thing about Chase you, all. and the cool thing about Chase U is that you can just kind of bring people in and out of it too. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it, it doesn't have it. to and People can yeah. graduate out of it, you know. What I mean, T. Hale graduates and bring in new students. Yeah, I mean, so, I, mean I, I was, I, I don't know if they would, they would go this far, but you create a rival school, you know. Oh, they're definitely gonna do that. <laughs> they're definitely gonna do a rival school. I, was, I thought they were gonna do that with Gulak for a while. I thought that was kind of the plan, and they kind of like backed out of it. You know what I mean? When Gulak yeah. had that, when he would do like the little guest training sessions or whatever, and you're like, yeah, what's this yeah. about? And they kind of like backed yeah. out of it. I kind of, I would, that would be interesting. I hope they do that. They, they need they need someone just as ridiculous uh, as like the head so dean funny. or something to be to rule the school like that. So I don't know. Be pre- if it Gable might... wasn't doing what he's doing, that would be perfect for uh, for like Gable to do. Could you imagine? Yeah, yeah. It you might, could, might... Low key, you could still do that. You could, but yeah, you know, I mean, like, Alpha Academy is super over now, man. So you know, it yeah, might take a minute, take yeah, a minute for him to, to heal it up again. Let's talk about it. Um, Alpha Academy versus Metaphor. Man, this match had no business being this good. <laughs> oh, it was, oh man, it, it was it was so good. Like it was so much, fun. especially when it got to the last legend tag, and I, I think it went to extra gear the moment she hit that scoop slam on Otis. Like when Bro. she hit that and the whole ring shook and she jumped up. Yeah. I was like, yeah, this is this shit is crazy, and I'm I'm happy for her. You know, she's definitely improved leaps and bounds. And Maxine as well, like doing the damn Hurricanrana off the top rope immediately after. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I think it's wild that that's her first ever NXT match. She was NXT for Mad Law. <laughs> that was her yeah. first ever NXT match. Um, yeah, I think for someone, as far as I know, as far as my spreadsheet goes, I don't know if she's been working house shows, but Maxine, this is only her fifth match on TV at least. So, so I think, I mean, she, yeah, she's I'll, figuring, I'll, she's figuring she, it out. I'm, I'm very, let's see. Has she been working house shows? I'll yeah, I'm gonna check and see if she she worked at house shows because. But man, I think everything's going great. I just think her face sometimes she's almost like smiling too much. Like, yo, you gotta like lock in. <laughs> it's almost yeah. like she's you gotta get in character and really like you know get a little bit more aggressive. But I thought, man, I thought as far as just you know, basic yeah, she's technique, only work TV. Yeah, she's so only I think TV, just five matches. That's that's like, amazing. That's impressive for what she's been doing. I I would say. Um, just just in fact, even like knowing your spots and like knowing where to be and like what to do, that's tough in his own. I I couldn't do that, you know what I mean? So like, I, I think it's really awesome to see her progress like this. Um, I think it's a testament to how great Chad Gable was as a teacher, I, I in character and in real life. I would imagine, yeah. um, to really get her to a position where she's even comfortable to do a spot where she fucking jumped off his off of uh, who was it, Otis's shoulders to the outside. Yeah. <laughs> that's a big jump. That you know, uh, like you know, that's a big jump to be taking in your fifth yeah, match. Yeah, man, she she's taking she's taking mad risk, and it, it, it you got to be fearless. Great doing like it. Yeah, I, I, so it, I, I I really do hope to see her um um work more on Raw and even on the road in live events, like tag with Ivy now, so they can both get reps together. Yeah, I, I would like that. Um, the last Legend Scoop Slam was incredible. Like, it, that was a like Otis ain't no, you know what I mean, like. Yeah, that was that was that was awesome. Otis is a big boy, and it wasn't like a quick like she held she held him for like a second. She held him for like she a, two seconds. Yeah, she held him up for a second. I'm like, damn, okay. Um, yeah, really impressive. I think someone said she's um, 
she like broke some of like uh Bianca's records as far as like weightlifting goes in in the PC. I know Bianca had like almost all them shits. I think she might have oh, surpassed sad. Bianca. I, 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 she's incredibly strong. Um, yeah, as you can see, <laughs> like, I don't think I can lift that Otis like that and hold it. I don't think so. You know what I mean? So like, um, that yeah, that was super impressive. Um, uh-huh. yeah, just a really fun match, man. I thought everybody played their part well. Chase you, I mean, I'm sorry, not Chase you. Alpha Academy insanely over in, in NXT. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really liking their run, you know, right now. Um, NXT gives gives them something to do, you know. Yeah. While you know they're not taking L's on Raw. Yeah. Right. This, I mean, this is. I think it's like Otis is like fourth win of the year. <laughs> he, he lost like everything. <laughs> um. So yeah, man, just a really fun match. I don't know where this goes from here. Do they run back? I mean, he made Noam Dart. Gable made Noam Dart tap. So I wonder if they run that back for the cup again. Um, I wouldn't be mad if Gable won that, to be honest. Fuck it. Uh, either, either that or the North American title if um, if Dominic's going to keep it a little longer. That'd be cool. Um, wouldn't be mad at that either. And you can defend it on Raw or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Lola Vice versus Tatum Paxley. It, not, I had not really not much to say about this match. I thought it was very uh, by the numbers and Lola Vice won. Do you have thoughts Tatum's on going this? crazy now. Yeah, crazy girl gimmick. Yeah. Gotta got do something with her, man. <laughs> yeah. I know you hate yeah, I know you hate the crazy chick gimmick. So. I hate the crazy girl gimmick. <laughs> I don't think the gimmick I hate more than the crazy girl gimmick. So, you know. Cool. <laughs> uh, I mean, kudos to her finding t- find herself on TV again. So Yeah. Um, Nathan Frazier and Axiom get into a little argument backstage. Well, a friendly argument, and then they're like, let's just have a wrestling match, because you know, whatever. And then they go out there and then they do a couple flips and then the women come out and start fighting again. Um, Blair Davenport looks like she's about to get up, get away from the from the fight. And then Nikita Lyon's music hit. And Nikita Lyon returned. Well, she kind of returned last week in the crowd, but then she like officially returned this week and gave uh, Blair Davenport a nice little spin kick. And that, that shit looked like it really hit her in the face, man. Bro, <laughs> yo, no, nah, Blair, Blair sold that crazy. <laughs> a straight up like just flat back bump on the on the concrete like that. She's wilding. Um, but it, good to see Nikita back. I it, she got a good reaction. My my concern is she missed a lot of time. And I feel like a lot of the girls that were kind of came in around her time. Oh, they improved. Absolutely. Yeah, they like, lapped her leaps and bounds. I, I do wonder where her in ring is at right now. I don't know what she's been doing in the PC. It's like she's been at least working or not, but We'll see. Um, time comes. I think putting her with Blair, obviously the storyline attachment, but I think Blair is such a good, you know, she's such a vet. She's a great hand. Yeah, so I mean, it, she can, you know, get Nikita in a good position. Um, what else I want to say? Yeah, that, that, I think that's it as far as um. Oh, the breakout tournament. That's what I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, gotta, gotta talk about the breakout tournament, man. Breakout tournament. So, are you liking it? Interesting. Um. I know a lot of people in the Discord, they are very much level up gang on Friday nights. I am not level up gang. I do not watch level up. So <laughs> I am familiar with a couple of these people. Um, Luca Luca Crucifino, who is um the lawyer guy. I'm familiar with him. Miles Bourne, who's been on TV for a while now. So that's not really, you know, Miles Bourne's involved. Dion Lennox. I remember when they signed him, a light skinned dude when he wears glasses. Uh Tavion Heights, I've seen. I know he's on Level Up a lot. He he's he's good to watch. I enjoy him. Yeah. Um. Trey Bearhill. I mean, shit. 
You wouldn't lie about I saw uh, the moment I saw him, I was like, oh, well, Eddie Dwork. Well, he, Eddie he got his heavy. You he got your heavy, dog. <laughs> yeah, we'll see where that goes. That's that could be interesting. It could be something. Um, Keanu Carver. Who the hell? I don't remember that. Who's Keanu Carver? Uh, he's a, he's a, I mean, this tournament has a lot of horses. He was he was a lot of big boys, big, big boy, man. Not, not but, familiar. But with not him. as big as our boy Oba, man. Oba Femi make his making his return. Yeah, Oba Femi's back. Yeah, I don't. Did we ever figure out why he was like he just disappeared? Like, like I don't know. I guess they, yeah. I guess they just had him and just wanted to season him up. I don't know if he was dealing with a, like an injury or not. Yeah, was but he, we've seen him in backstage or you know promo segments, you know, for like you know their TV events, like. Like what? Great American Bash. I think he was doing one of the cookout segments. Yeah, um, I, it was but, strange. Like he, they had him on TV. He looked impressive. It didn't like he didn't know what he did. Like he knew what he was doing. Yeah, um, he was gone for months. Yeah, he just disappeared. He was cooking. Like crowd was fucking with him. You getting reactions, and he's just gone. Um, but so I, it's I good to see. It's good to now. see him back. I think he seems like to be a favorite to win this. At least in my eyes. I mean, um, so so far his promo work is going to be entertaining for me. So yeah. Accent, accent strong. Um, yeah, and the and the last strong. and the last member, Riley Osborne, who we kind of spoke on earlier. Um, I guess he's a part of Chase U. Not familiar yeah, with his in work. I don't. I think the Chase U segment kind of gave it away to you. He's going to be a favorite in this tournament. That's a possibility. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe it starts next week. Does it start next week? Yeah, I believe it does. Okay, cool. Next week. So next week we'll get the start of um, and probably after that we'll get the Dusty, probably at the beginning of the year. Um. So yeah, quickly let's do the um predictions for deadline so we can get out of here. Um pre-show Axiom versus Nathan Frazier. I'm gonna go with I it doesn't really matter. Uh I'm gonna go with Nathan Frazier, I guess. I think Neither Frazier's gonna start a turn finally because uh they, they've been teasing it for a minute now. Yeah. I get I'm I've already spoken on how I felt about Frazier. I feel like there's not much to him. His gimmick was that he's fast, but when you're not the fastest guy on the roster, because Braun Breaker's the fastest guy on the roster, it kind of just like, okay, well, you're not as fast, you're not as powerful as Braun Breaker, so like, and, and I, also I don't care. The, the stop and start with his uh, hard truths, um, yeah, segment. I, I don't know where they're trying to go with that. Like, I thought that was going to be the start of a heel turn, uh, but you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know. He he's in a he's in a weird spot right now. But it still should be a good match. Yeah. Um, a match made by <laughs> GM Ava. <laughs> Ro- Roxanne Perez versus Kiana James in a steel cage match. Um, Roxanne has an interesting year as far as her record goes. She's 11 and 11. She's win. She, she's, she's the epitome of 50 50 <laughs> booking. Um, she loses a lot more than, than uh, she probably should be. But um, I mean, it's the strongest 50 50 booking if I've ever seen it. Yeah, I mean, she never looks like weak, so it, yeah, I guess it works out. I'm gonna go Roxanne on this, but I think Keanu James is gonna have a great showing. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can see Rock, Roxanne taking this year, um, but I, I don't know. I mean, you think you get think this would be the time to give give Keanu that rub, mm. and yeah, she get a, a big a well, big well deadline victory because I mean, her breakout, her her breakout was last year at deadline. It was her breakout. I will say this: I think Izzy Dame is going to be involved in this somehow. So I could see maybe Keanu James. You know, maybe Izzy Dame like throws her bag into the into the cage, and then Keanu James hits her with it. I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
No, I'm, I'm changing like my mind. Takes, then I'm gonna go Keanu. She takes a lot of she takes a lot of feud losses, man, on single TV losses. Like when she's in a feud of this magnitude, I feel like she should get she should get the win here. Yeah, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do Keanu James. I'll take it back. I'm going Keanu James. Um, Carmelo Hayes versus Lexus King. This is another interesting one where I I feel like this is gonna be more of an angle. Yeah. I mean, there will uh-huh. there will be a match, but I feel like it's more about the angle more than anything. So I I could see Lexus King winning this. And I don't think that hurts yeah. Carmelo with a loss. Uh, do, do you do you see? You know, we're going to get to the men's Iron Survivor um, match, but you, do you see this match playing into that Survivor match as well? I was especially thinking... after the promo, um, the, the the backstage promo between Melo or the segment between Melo and Trick when Trick says. He's going to close the show while Mello opens it. Yeah, um, that's what I'm trying to figure out. I, I I think the match order is really interesting on this show. I don't know if, if the title match will end the show, or, or or if one of the um Iron Survivor matches ends. I don't. It's going to be interesting. I I think yeah. it really going to depend on the order of what kind of where stuff goes to see like what's going to happen as far as the Iron Survivor match, but I I don't think Trick's winning that because I think the end game no. is going to be eventually Carmelo versus Trick, probably at Stand and Deliver or something. So I don't know. But as far as Carmelo Lexus King goes, I'm just going to say Lexus King. I don't have any yeah. other reason. I, I just off, off of angle why I just feel like that would make some kind of sense, I guess. Yeah. I I, I, it, it, it's, uh, like I said, it's going to be a match. You it's going to be a match. I, I, just, <laughs> I, I just hope Melo have his working boots on. Um, Dirty Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee. I think Dominic's winning this. I don't see a reason why Dragon Lee would win this after he just got promoted to SmackDown and he has a, a whole other feud going on. Wouldn't make much sense for him to win. I think no, Dom yeah. would probably win by cheating, probably with Byria, and we keep it moving. I don't know where Dom goes from there because I, I, I think this Wesley thing kind of fucked up whatever they're going to yeah. do. But yeah, it's just, it, makes, it makes things interesting. Um, but, uh, For sure. Yeah, I, this is. I, I feel like this is going to be the best match of the show. Um, outside, they had of, a real uh, survivor matches. They had a really good match on Raw a few months ago. If yeah, I've never seen it. You know, um, check that out because it was a really good match. Probably Dom's best singles match as far as. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say outside so. of the Ray match. Yeah, outside of the Ray match. This one. Yeah, the, I, I mean, from like a technical standpoint, I would say this was better than the Ray match. But I think Ray, the Ray matches had better. Everything else, yeah. you know, what I mean, just the, the show of it, the spectacle of that match, which is, you know, everything, the whole, the whole, like everything counted the entrance, to, the both entrances to the ending, like everything. So, yeah, but I know, I, yeah, as far as like entering, just technical, yeah, it was the best match by far. Um, you're picking Dom, I'm assuming. Did you say who you're picking? Yeah, I'm picking Dom. Okay, okay Dom. Dragonov versus Baron Corbin. I'm going Dragonov. There's no reason Baron Corbin yeah. should be. <laughs> I mean, Cor- Corbin's gonna Corbin's gonna have one of his you know once every three months type of performance, and you know, and of course, Eha he just like you said, he, could, he can't have a bad match. Like yeah, I can see this being strong, like... you know, being a, a nice hard hitting affair. But you know, Eha's gonna win and you know retain. I, I don't know what you do with Baron after this. Uh, he, he decide to plan plan him, integrate him back into the main roster, or he, he can go home. You know what I mean? Use a little TikTok, <laughs> make some mistakes. You know, you know, we don't need it. You know what I mean? It's fine. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I don't really care what Baron Corbin does. <laughs> um, 
Men's Iron Survivor match: Dijak versus Trick Williams versus Josh Briggs versus Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate. You convinced me to go Tyler Bate. I'm going Tyler Bate. Yeah. Uh- I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at that group that group there. It, it has to be it has to be Bate. I'm can't I'm yeah. canceling out I'm canceling out Trick Williams. I don't think he has any, he's not winning this match at all. I think the 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 end game is Carmelo. Josh Briggs, I don't think so. He's going, Ron I Breaker, mean, he's, he's probably going to have a great showing. It's like him and I think Fallon, Josh Briggs, you know, it's yes, built for him to have a showcase. I know? agree. Bron, I feel like Bron they they don't want to. Commit to yeah. anything because I I feel like they're like we don't know when this guy going to be called up, so they don't want to yeah. commit. Anything. That's why I feel like they're kind of at with with Braun. It, I don't it, know what they're it, waiting for. It, yeah, it, it's still a, a third title reign will still feel fresh, even now. So? Yeah, even as it was still because I mean the last two champions after him was Melo and Eha. So yeah, going back to Braun, it will feel pretty fresh still. Yes, yeah, fair. Okay, you know. so. I don't think uh, Dijak, I don't think Dijak winning because Dijak doesn't win anything. <laughs> I, I think I think it's going to bleed to Dijak and Braun doing something. Um, that'd be that'd be something. That'd be a hell of a match. Yeah. Damn, I didn't think I, about that. You might be yeah, right. I think I think Dijak because the they're they're tied in with Eddie Thorpe. It's going to lead to something between them. Hmm. Okay. I'm interested. I'm so I'm going to go. I'm going to go Tyler Bate. Are you right? Are you agree with me? I'm going with Bate. I mean, Eha and Bate, that just sounds like... That sounds like fucking heat. (laughs) Yeah, that's a match that they got to have one, you know, for the the Druganoff reign. Yeah, you can put that right in regular Hopefully that can be the send-off for Tyler to get to the main roster. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) Women's Iron Survivor Challenge. We have Tiffany Stratton versus Lash Legend versus Blair Davenport versus Kalani Jordan versus Fallon Henley. Um, Ooh, this this is tough. This is tough. I don't know. I guess they. I mean, Tiffany would be the easy choice. Yeah, I don't think like Tiffany seems like an easy choice. Easy if they if they want to throw us off and do Kalani Jordan, I wouldn't be mad at Kalani Jordan winning this. Like on, on some underdog nope. shit, on some underdog shit, I can see like Kalani like squeaking out at the end. I, yeah, I have a feeling she gets an opportunity for the title. Yeah, um, I don't think like it could be on just a regular episode of NXT. Like it doesn't have to be like what they did with Roxanne. It was like the next week they they put it in the title match. Like if they had it, that, it also pushes her feud with um. I mean, what probably should be her long term generational rivalry with Lola Vice. Uh, you know, because she has her opportunity. You know, yeah. Lonnie gets an opportunity outside of the breakout tournament, and probably a mm. faster route to the title. You yeah, know, might push their, you know, push your story along. It's interesting. Yeah, you might be right on that one. Um, but Lash going to cook. I think Lash is gonna. This is this is. I've been I've been waiting for Lash to do something. This is her chance to do something. So she got to she got to prove something to me tonight. I mean, I'm sorry on the Saturday night. That's that's the match, um, man. This that's, that's the, the match this, where she got to do it. If she don't do it, then I don't think she'll ever do it. To be honest. Yeah, but but um, I mean, but we we have some, we have some definitely some 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 positive moments in that uh that six person tag. So yeah, she looked it out. She there, has so to not... take that momentum and go forward with it. I know Fallon, that Fallon's being... going to look good. Yeah, she's she's been she's been she's been tanning bed hard too. You know that's a, that's an NXT special. That's you what know, that's what you know. She's definitely that's what you know the push coming. Yeah. Push coming. <laughs> when you get that tan. Also, um, the rumor of the Cora Jade coming back. So you know that's that's 
seems almost damn near confirmed that she will be back. So she might be involved in this somehow. So we'll see. I'm going to go Tiffany. I'm, I'm going to go to safe choice and just say Tiffany, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's a safe choice. It's a really? very safe choice. I'm, I'm being pussy. I ain't gonna lie. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I feel like it, it's just 25 minute time. It's going to be a dramatic final. So, so yeah. one of these matches is going to have that, you know, screw job final. Last in second. The end, yeah. The last second, you know, I think this could be the one where Tiffany steals it from Kalani and, and mm. actually elevate Kalani and pull her program with her. Yeah, you, you can know. do that too. I feel like they have they had a match. I feel like they've had a match already. Have they? Am I bugging? Probably, probably, probably when she was freshly starting. Yeah. Um, but now, you know, now she's a little more settled in, starting to get established more. I mean, you can get something long-term out of that. For sure. Um, well, it looks like it's going to be Tiffany Fallon for a while, if anything. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, that's deadline predictions. This is this is uh, the war report. This is the last... Regular episode of the War Report for the year. Next week, me and Cyrus will review deadline, and then y'all will know if I went or not. I don't, still, I'm still contemplating if I want to go. <laughs> I don't know if I want to drive to Bridgeport or not. Um, but we will do. Then we will do our end of the year superlatives. We'll give out our awards, and then that'll be it. You won't hear from us until, um, till I believe January third. So we will, when we come back from our our winter break, we will review World's End, and um, we will discuss any other any if, if anything major happens in these next two weeks, which I, I you know I doubt it. It's going to be a pretty much a down time. Um, Dang man, that, that's that, January third. That's the day before Wrestle Kingdom. And, I, I know Cyrus probably will want to watch that though. I, I I usually watch Wrestle Kingdom. I'll probably watch it. I think I did. I watch last year. I believe I watched last year. No, I didn't. I watched half of uh, <sighs> Kenny versus. I watched half of Kenny versus uh, Osprey. It was a great half of a match. I just never got to, to finish. The <laughs> but it was a. I I totally understand why I got the five. I, I'm not even. I'm not even. Gonna, yeah, you know what that, I mean? That, like I I get it. But um yeah. So we'll be back January third. Well, well, we're gonna have one more episode next week, and then we'll be after that. We'll be back January third. Talk World's End. And you know, another year of the war report. Um, first of all, I want to say thank you, Chris, for, for you know coming in and doing this with me. Um no problem, year man. off. This was uh, you know, this has been great. Um, you know, you, you can always I can always call on you, you can always call on me, I'm gonna help you out, you can help each other out. Um oh, man, man, I just look uh, forward. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Uh, I don't want to do a, a shameless plug, man. Um oh yeah, good, no, get your shit on, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, also co-host of No Words Bar Podcast. With my man Mo Green, uh, we just be shooting the shit. We'll be talking pro wrestling as well. Uh, maybe just the big stories that happen during the week, or we'll go review a big show here or there. But it's mainly just shooting the shit on hip hop, basketball, some sport, you know, some more football, sports, anything that just comes to our head. We'll just talk about it. Um, but yeah, man, we um bi- a bi-weekly show. Uh, we record on Wednesday, so we drop it every Thursday or Friday, depending on the schedule. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, just have two, two guys just having fun, man. Um, enjoying our day or, uh, also with, uh, the, so, with the family podcast network as well. Yeah. That's who can also reach out to us. We're on pretty much every streaming platform that you, you know, will listen to. Um, we also have uh, a Twitter account and Instagram account, uh, NW Bard and NW podcast. Uh, yeah. 
that's it, man. I'm trying to get my shit out there, bro. I'm trying to get like you guys. <laughs> right. I feel you on that. Um, also, be on the lookout for end of the year content. We got some stuff coming up on YouTube. We did our end of the year countdown. Um, I, I, I believe everybody recorded their part, so it should be coming soon. I don't know exact date. Um, also, merch. Obviously, check out for the merch. All the links will be in the bio. Y'all know the drill by now. Um, check out a show. Check out whatever Chris is working on. Check out um, Nowhere's Bard. All that stuff, man. I appreciate everybody who listened this year with us. Um, I appreciate all the feedback that you've given us. Um, you know, on on Twitter or wherever. Also, side note, I'm going after next week. I'm going the comeback spot count. I'm going dark. I'm not. I don't want to talk about wrestling. I don't want to see wrestling after after, after next week. <laughs> this is it. This is it for me. But um. Once again, thank you guys. Thank you, Chris, for coming in. Um, we'll see you next week with the end of the year awards, man. And you guys have a great holiday season. <laughs>